It's a good song and it moves us, but it's a true song. Aren't you glad? He didn't, he didn't leave you when he found you in the muck and the mire and everything that you were in, everything that I was in. Brother Black, I'm thankful. I'm thankful that God delivered me and brought me out, aren't you? Won't you give him a hand clap of praise just for delivering you? Not to mention the promise of a, of a heaven. Not to mention just how great he is to us. Just the fact that he delivered us is something just to praise him about. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. Hallelujah. Well, are you glad to be in the house of the Lord on this beautiful, beautiful Sunday afternoon? I'm glad to be here. Um, this past weekend, I was able to tune in online and get to watch all of y'all's services. And my goodness, what a great time y'all had at our missions conference here from Brother Weber. And um, man, I never got to hear him in person, and I have been looking forward to it. So I got to tune in online, and it did not disappoint. What a wonderful service! And then Brother Dean, what do you say about Brother Dean? Just a great, just a great man of God. Just always is uh, just a just a treasure to be around. Love him. But y'all had great service. And Wednesday night, Brother Jeremy Fuquay did not Brother Jeremy Fuquay do a wonderful time Wednesday? I mean, a wonderful job Wednesday night. I told him uh, after after everything was over with, I brought I brought my phone up, and showed him a bunch of scribble and text and everything I had, and and uh, I told him I said, "Man, you got kicked off." I said I started just to go through everything I had. I said because you just preaching right on everything that that God had given me, and he said, "Oh yeah, well, you can just delete that." I said, "Well, if I delete it, I won't have nothing else to say, Brother Glenn. So I better hold on to it." So, but I do believe, I mean, he did a, just a powerful, powerful message. God used him, and it was just tremendous. Uh, but I could not get away from, from it. I tried, tried to go a different way, and God kept bringing me back and just giving me more things here and there. So I, I you know, said, well, here it is. This is just what we're going to do. So um, if, you, uh, if you have your Bibles, uh, we'll turn to the book of Psalms, chapter 34. And um, if all of you, everybody here that knows me knows that I am a preacher. I am not a teacher, so I am very... I, let me just say, I am never, I'll preface this by saying, I'm never comfortable behind this pulpit. But Spanky, you know what I mean. I'm just, I know I'm in, I know when I've, I've fought all day, I have just had one thing after the other, and I've fought all day. So Brother Bowie, I know that, you know, I, I've got what God has, has given me. Uh, but I'm 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 honored. I'm humbled, and it's just awesome. But I'm never comfortable. So today to teach, I'm twice as not as comfortable because I am not a teacher. Uh, but it does it does help stretch us and grow us. And and I wish I could. Our pastor is a tremendous teacher. Man, he can teach, and I love my pastor. I love my pastor and his family. They're doing a great job, and I give him and his family all the honor that I could possibly give him. Great man doing tremendous things in the will of God. Don't you agree? Amen. All right. Well, while you're standing, we're going to go to uh, to the Word. We're going to read chapter 34, verses 1 through 3, all too familiar, uh, familiar passage that every one of you will just about be able to quote. We'll start with verse 1. It says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. O oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt His name forever. Not just while we're at church. Not just when we're getting ready for church. But exalt His name forever. 
Everybody's going to praise and going to clap and going to worship with me. Why don't you do that right now? Let's praise the Lord all together. God, we love you. We worship you, mighty God. We give you praise and glory. Oh, God, we praise your holy name, Jesus. We love you and give you praise and glory under this day right now. You can all be seated. I want to talk to us just a little bit on the importance of praise and worship. I realize this is people that has been living for God in some form or facet in years and years to come. So there's no rookies among us. Uh, there's there's a few beautiful new converts, and uh, my how exciting and how wonderful a time it is to have a church with new converts. Um, I love it, man. I love it. Uh, but I, I know a lot of the things that I'm going to say today are, um, are, are things that is nothing new to you. As, as they say, there's nothing new under the sun, but I am going to do my best to deliver what God has given to me. Um, God has been dealing with me this, uh, this past little while, as I'm sure He has with y'all. But God has just been dealing with me over and over again. I can't, when I get time, when I, when I get down and start to pray, I can't get away from it. God, I want to know you more. I'm 43 years old, and, and uh, a few of us in here grew up together uh, down at the bend and, and grew up in, in church, and, and uh, I left and went away from church for a while and then came back to church at the age of 23 years old. And, um, and and so I've got I've got a lot of I've got a lot of years under under my belt I I, I have to say and so I, I think honestly that that I should be further along brother Brickcase with with understanding some of the things that God has been dealing with me so hard about I mean I, I've wondered, I've asked God like God why why what is this I mean I, I know I need to know you more I know I need to get more intimate with you but 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 what what's going on what what is it and and and, and I'm gonna try to get to some of that throughout what I'm saying here um, uh, throughout this message but He's been dealing with me so much just to be more intimate just to slow down and have and build more of a relationship with Him. Uh, everybody knows me that knows I've always been just a holler and scream and swing from the chandelier and run and jump and roll and snot and snort. And, I mean, y'all know I've always been like that, but God has been dealing with me just to slow down and, and just build a more of a deeper, deeper relationship. That old saying, I want, you know, they talk about way down in the ankle deep water and then on the knee deep and waisty. I want to get to that point to where I'm bobbing to swim. I want to be a deeper relationship with God, Brother Bowie, and and and, and I'm, I'm gonna try try to do that. Um, I'm gonna try my best to do that. So we're gonna talk about the importance of worship and praise. Praise is defined as the expression of one's gratitude and respect towards a deity. And it says, especially in a song, which we just did. And by by the way, our singers, our choir, our musicians, our leaders are so phenomenal in what they do. I uh, want to give all of y'all praise, Sister Bethany, Sister Joyce, all of y'all's teams that y'all have, the time and effort that y'all put through, all the musicians. Y'all are just phenomenal. And it's a very integral part in helping, helping us up here to lead in worship. You're awesome. So, we do it in song a lot. Worship is defined as the feeling or expression of reverence in adoration 
to a deity. Praise is something to us Christians that should be just as comfortable to us as pulling up and sitting down at a table and drinking a good hot cup of coffee. I mean, we should be that comfortable and that familiar with praise. Uh, We should be able to do it at any time. Praise is synonymous with living for God. You cannot live for God and never praise Him. I don't want to cross. I know a lot of people have their own ways of living for God, and 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 I respect a lot of people's ways. But when it comes to comes to sitting on an island by yourself, and I can be by myself and do it on my own, I've tried it. It don't work. And there's things about this Bible that you just cannot you cannot get around. And praise is one of them. You have to praise and worship God, the one true God. God just expects it of us. He made the angels and created the angels and give them a mandate. They have no choice but to go about and worship God and do what God tells him. We have a luxury of a choice. Uh, luxury, I use that term loosely if, if, if you want to call it that. We, we have the ability to either praise or not to praise. Brother Zach, we, through whatever we're going through is happening, we have the choice to praise or not to praise. But God expects us to praise Him. We, we were created, uh, in the image of God to, to praise Him. It, it, he expects it of us, but it is also a mandate. He, He is going to have praise. God is going to have His praise one way or the other. Uh, that's why the psalmist David said in Psalms 96 and 8, he said, Give unto the Lord the glory due unto His name. Bring an offering and come into His courts. God expects us to give Him praise. Praise is a very, very powerful motivator. Praise is something that can, that can push us and it's something that can reach down inside of us. And, and it, 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 when we praise one another and lend a little bit of encouragement to one another, it, it just makes you feel good, doesn't it? It does. It makes you feel good. It's a very, very, very powerful motivator. You can take somebody that has no self-worth at all. You can tell them they'll usually have their head down and they don't take compliments very well and, and you can go to them and try to shake their hand and give them, you know, give them a hug or something of encouragement. And as though they appreciate it, they do, but they don't receive it well because they're very low in self-esteem and have no self-worth. But you can take a time and you can talk to that person and pour into that person and give them some praise and that a boy and that a girl and, and all of that. And praise can take something and just motivate motivate people. It can change somebody with no self-esteem, no self-worth, and it can really lift them up a whole lot in their soul. It, it can. It can do that to us. Notice how if you've ever been in a ball game of any sort, I'll never forget, I'll never forget, um, um, I'm not a big ball player. has nothing to do with my height, but I'm not a big ball player. But I have always played and and was halfway halfway decent I, I would like to have thought back in the day but I don't study ball I don't study basketball and football and baseball I I know the Super Bowl is coming up and I don't even think I know oh, that's, I think it's today and I don't even can't even tell you who's there had a guy uh, uh one of my bosses at, at work the other day asked me who uh he he gave me the name and see here it is I can't even think of the guy's name he was a quarterback for LSU that I know I was turning in some of y'all's head. Joe, what's his name? 
He asked me, and I said, who is that? And he liked, he liked to Florida. You from Louisiana don't know who that? Well, no, I don't. I don't care anything about that. You know, I don't. Uh, I just don't. But but I'll never I'll never forget when when our Harrisonburg High School team made it to the finals and we all loaded up and rode to Sulphur, walking out on that campus and seeing all of that facility. Just kind of I was like, man, this isn't this isn't Hsburg facility. This is this is snazzy right here. You know, this is good. And and to get there and see these people live and breathe this stuff. I mean, it's God to them on a lot of levels. And but to be but to be there, I'm saying, and, and hearing the crowd, hearing the cheer, uh, we went into that thing as underdogs, and 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 but to, but to hear things, people hollering and screaming, "You got it! You got it! You can do it!" What are they doing? They're praising and they're encouraging those people on that field. And it can take somebody, a team that is just getting railed and beat up by their rival. And man, it just does it all the time. The crowd can get up and go wild and cheer and praise. And it's something, it'll flip a switch in them and the underdogs will come back and they'll win that thing. So praise is a is a, a tremendous motivator when it comes to things like that. I believe praise motivates God. I believe praise motivates God to do things that we never ever thought were possible to do. When, when, you, when you have situations in your life and you start to praise God and you have no clue how that thing is going to work out. God, when you go to praise and God begins to do something and it motivates God. How powerful of a weapon do you have that you can literally motivate the Lord of all lords? The one that created it all. The one that's above the heaven and the earth. You can motivate him to do something by giving him praise. What are you doing? You're praising him. And that, that, that offers up something to God that he loves. That tunes his ear into something and it wants him to do something. That's why the psalmist David told us in Psalms 150 uh, verses 1 through 6. He said, praise ye the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in the firmament of His power. Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Praise Him for the sound of the trumpet. Praise Him with the psaltery and the harp. Praise Him with the timbrel and the dance. Praise Him with stringed instruments and organs. Praise Him with the loud cymbals. Praise Him upon the high-sounding cymbals. Praise Him. Let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. That, what does that say? That doesn't say be quiet in praise. Praise requires, now you can, and I'll get to that in a moment. Don't get me wrong. You can praise and, and be quiet. But praise requires something of emotion, requires something of a loudness. The psalmist David knew that. That's why he said every, on the loud, on the loud, on the high sounding, make a noise to God, praise His holy name. It is important for us to give God praise. Now listen, no matter where we are in our walk, it is important to give Him praise no matter where you are. It is important to give God praise when you're up on the mountaintop. It's important to stand on that mountaintop and gaze behind you with the valley that God just brought you from. It is important to praise God when everything is going great and you've climbed up a rough side of the mountain and you stand on the mountaintop. It is important to stop then and take it all in and cast a gaze over everything. God, I give you praise for where I am. 
I give you praise for where you've brought me. I give you praise for all that you did for me. For the valley that I just came through, I give you praise. Praise Him that you made it through another valley. It's important to praise God, but I believe myself, you may correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe in myself and my way of thinking that is more important for you to give God praise, not when you're on the mountaintop, but when you're smack dab in the middle of all the mess that you're trudging through to get to that mountaintop. It's great to praise God on the mountaintop. Don't get me wrong, and we have to do that. But I believe what grabs God's ear more is when I'm fighting, and I'm pulling, and I'm trying to keep my sanity, and I'm trying to keep my family together, and I'm trying to keep my job going, and I'm trying to keep everything rolling towards Jesus. And it's tough. It's tough. I believe that's the times, Brother Bowie, that we can stop right then and there and we can take a moment when we're hurting, when we're down and we're out and we don't know what we're going to do, when everything is against us and we're confused and our life is broken and we don't know where to turn in this world, we can stop then and there and offer up God a sacrifice. And at that time, it is a sacrifice of praise to Him when everything is going against you. It is important to praise him in the low points and I I feel like I feel like that is the most important time to give God praise if you're going to categorize it brother Bowie I believe it is I feel like that you are closest to God I've said this many times you will be no closer to God when you are in the middle of a storm you won't be any closer to God when you're going through the roughness of the waters when you're trying to sail forward and you're going through it and Everything is coming against you. Why do you, why do you say that? Because it's in those times. That's the times that's going to pull at your heart. That's the times that's going to cause you to go on a seven to fourteen day fast. That's the times that's going to get you to start praying and crying out to God for a deliverer when you don't have anywhere else to go. You will never be closer to God than any of those times. And we don't like them and they're not comfortable and it's not the praise that we all think about when we praising across the front and we're jumping and hopping and skipping and rolling and I know we got to do that that's important it keeps us in check and lets God know I do praise you in the high times but when it's low when it's low it's hard to praise God but that's when he he likes to know that, that he's praised that's when I think that is what impresses God if you can if you can say it that way, I, I think that is what impresses God. It's been a, it's been a many a time that, that, that I've thought, I've thought of God, uh, and the way my mind works is it, just, it's just weird. It, it is. But I, I've thought, I've thought many a time of God looking over at my grandmother up in heaven and, and, and bumping her and saying, Inez, look at what you, look at what you did right there. You brought him to church when everything was going on. You raised you, you raised your grandbabies for me. Look at that's that's what it got you right there. I, I think of things like that because of what she instilled in me and brought me up in truth. And and and, and though you may stray from it a while, you know, coming back, it, it's it's just a great thing to think about things like that. And I, I think of those things, how it may, how it must please God and how it, how in my mind I'm thinking it makes God happy to know, to know that you can still serve Him when you're going through all of that. It shows God 
that you don't just love Him for the good times. It shows God that, that they're not just in it for the gifts, Sister Shirley. It shows Him that they're not in it just for the blessings and the presence and, and the things that I can do. It shows Him that, that you love the giver of the gift more than the gift. When you're praising Him through the rough times and you're praising Him and worshiping Him through the valleys, it shows God that they love the blesser more than the blessing. And that's what we have to understand. So many people get it so backwards. They, they come to church and think that everything is going to be alright and, 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 and that I'm going to have access to all this. And, and, and I think we get it backwards. I mean, I know we get blessings and I want gifts and I want the blessings. But more than that, I want the blesser. And I want the giver. And God is saying, if you will just understand, if you will seek my face, Instead of my hand, all of that other stuff comes with it. If we can just understand that if we can praise Him through it all and seek Him, everything else comes with it. There have been many times in my life, and I'm sure, I'm sure that it has been in yours as well, that you find yourself in a place in a time to where you don't know what to say, don't know how to pray. Get to a point, Brother Brandon, where if you want to be honest with yourself, you go to an altar somewhere out of habit or, or something that you have established that I know I have to do this rather than just eagerly wanting to go to that place of prayer. I know that there's places, there's times, uh, times in our life, places to where we have been, to where things of life have caused us to be like that. And then when we finally go to a place of prayer, you don't really know what to say. Am I alone? You go to a place of prayer. I like to go in, in, in our house, in our stair, on our staircase, and, and I like to get right at the bottom of the foot of our stairs and pray right there. It's just, it's, it's just perfect for me, and I can, I can, I can get right there on those stairs, and it works out great. And I, I love to go there and, and take my time and pray, but, but there's been a many a time, a bunch of times that I would go and, and, and kneel down to pray and try to talk to God and Brother Butch it would it would just be nothing there it would seem like like God you've, get, you've got me on mute I can get to that point and when I'm at that point let me tell you without fail I can get to my feet and I can start to praise I can get to my feet Brother Bowie, Brother Black and I can start to worship I can lift up a God that when I don't have the words to say and I don't have the, the, the great verbals to talk and tell Him of what I would love to do and see and experience, I can kick back on my heels and I can just praise and I can praise and I can praise. And then I'll praise myself into a point to where God says, He'll open it up and then you can enter in a place in prayer to where God just is, it's just like that's the greatest time. Brother Brent, it's just like when you struggle that hard and when you make up your mind, no, I've got to get to this place and you praise and you praise and you praise and then he opens it up. It, to me, it just seems like that is the best time. I'm sure it's by design with him to learn to, to learn how to praise, to enter into his courts with praise and in His gates with thanksgiving and, 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 and lift Him up no matter what we're doing. Praise 
is the most is one of the most valuable and strongest weapons that we have in our arsenal against the enemy. If you're up against something, what do you think? What do you need to do? You need to praise. I mean, it's simple. It, it, it rocks our minds sometimes to think the simplest things living for God have the most profound effect. Things that we have grew up and been established knowing to do something like that. We, we, when we think about it and we actually do it, we're like, my goodness, that's all it took. It's one of the most valuable things, one of the most strongest weapons that we have in our arsenal is praise, is praise. You can start praying and when you're up against it, you can start praying. I know, like I said, I know every one of us, every one of us have got to that place in prayer where we couldn't reach through. But let me ask you this. Have you ever got to that place in prayer to where you're praying and you're moving through and then all of a sudden you may be all by yourself in your house or in the church or wherever you're at, but you're walking and you're talking with God and you're praying and then all of a sudden it just feels like a heaviness like a wet blanket just got through on you and then you're you're wondering god what is this and you start praying and it seems like it's hindered then i I was praying good five minutes ago what's going on and then you get to that point to where you feel like you ever you ever get to that place where you feel like you're just not alone you feel like somebody's watching you you got, you, you got somebody, you go to looking around and wondering, well, who in the world has done come in? I didn't see anybody. But, but you get to that place, that heaviness, and then you start feeling like you're not alone, and, and it's not a good presence, it's not a God presence, and, and then it, it, it'll click into your mind of what's going on. That's the, that's the enemy that's come up, tried to sneak in and tried to, try to quiet your praise. And, and when that happens, can I tell you the best thing to do is just, just start praying. Start praising. Because the Bible says he can't stay around it. The Bible says that the the demons tremble at the name of Jesus. So when that happens, the best thing you can do is start praising Jesus. And then that will move on. That will flee. He can't stay where the name of Jesus is being praised. He can't stay. It's that powerful of a weapon. It's that powerful. You can motivate. God can do anything. And you can motivate the devil to leave. Praise is that kind of a weapon. It makes the demons tremble. It's prayer. It's prayer. It's praise. It's worship. Why do you think? Why do you think? I'm going to get a little candid here for a few minutes and then I got to start landing this. But why do you think that is the very first thing that he'll come at you when he's trying to get to you is praise? He knows how valuable your praise is. The devil, the enemy knows how valuable your praise is to your sustainability with God. He knows how valuable it is to God to see you, to see you praise, to see you praise God when you're going through everything you're going through. And he knows if he can get to that point to where he can quiet your praise a little bit, then he's got his foot in the door. Now, you say, all right. I, I, I get it. I know. And you've heard it time and time again. And you say, Brother Crumb, there's no way that I would ever let the devil steal my praise. There's no way I would ever let the devil get me to a point to where I wouldn't praise Jesus. God's been too good to me. No way he'll ever get to that point to where I, I will back up on God and not worship God the way I know I'm supposed to. I, I've done too much with God is what for God. God's done too much for me. God's brought me through too many places is what you tell yourself. But let me tell you something. It can happen. 
It can happen to the best of us. It can happen to anybody that the devil slips in and will start being ever so subtle and work what his what he does and steal your praise before you ever even realize it. I'm speaking from experience. I I have everybody that knows me knows I have been a worshiper. I was born to worship, and that is what I have always done in singing, in praising, in dancing. I have just always been a worshiper, brother Boo. I, it's just part of who I am, and it's part of who you are. It's in my DNA to worship and praise. I've worshipped through tears, and I've worshipped through the to where I couldn't talk anymore because I scream so loud and I can tell you from experience that he'll slip in and he'll steal it from you if you're not watching. If you're not praying and being vigilant, I can tell you standing behind this pulpit, me looking right back at you and I can tell you I'm ashamed that I have let him at times come in and steal it from me. But it was so subtle, I had no idea until it was too late. I had no idea that he came and done what he done until it was too late. And then I find myself standing back going, my goodness, I used to would have done this or I, I used to would have done that or what in the world? And then you start putting two and two together and realizing what he's done. You say it won't happen, but I'm here to tell you it can. With all the kindness in my heart, with all the love for you sweet people that I have in my heart, I'm telling you, without prayer and diligence and awareness, He can slip in and take it from you. Praise and worship is our, is our tools. We gotta, we have to have it. That's why we as preachers constantly get up and remind everybody and ourselves. We're not just trying to turn the proverbial crank, as it were, to get you on your feet and to be a jack in the box and stand and jump and hoop and holler. That's not what it's about. It's it's about letting the devil know that I've got my praise and you're not going to steal it from me. It's about letting God know, God, I, I don't really feel like it. I'm sick in my body and, and we just had all of this happen. But hey, I want you to know I love you enough to praise you through it. We're not just trying to entertain, but we're trying to help each and every one of us and ourselves. Praise and worship. Praise and worship. You have to have praise and worship. I'll tell you what I've what I've done what I've done here lately, and it, it has really tremendously helped me out. We have been at work we have been pretty slow and had a lot of slow I work night, so I'm by myself, right by myself. It's the way I like it. And I can find myself getting to a point my mind will wonder with time it always does and I can get myself get, get to a point to where I, I, I'm aggravated I, and I, things just go wrong raw thoughts go through your head that, whatever it is I figured out I can give myself a little quick five minute praise break not hitting my knees and screaming till my head hurts not crying till my eyes hurt not filling up two hankies full of I'm talking about just five minutes of just praise. That's, that's an internal, that's a, that's a thing with me internal. It helps me to keep myself in check. Just a, just a quick five minute prayer of, I mean, praise is, is what it helps. God, God expects what I was saying earlier about the inwardly. God expects outwardly praise. 
But you have to have an inward praise as well. You have to be to the point to where when everything is quiet, whether you're in a room, a class, an office, or whatever, you have to be able to stop and in your mind just sit and praise God. You don't have to jump and holler and all of that. Just praise Him. Just offer up words of praise inside and just see. Just see. Build, let that build a relationship. That's how you build a relationship. It's one-on-one communication. And that's what God has been after me about. Just talk to me. Man, just, just give me a praise. You don't have to be outlandish. You don't have to do all of that. Just praise. Just give me a praise. So, so I would encourage you to try to do that. Just take a few minutes and, and just go on a praise break and see how it helps you. And I, I'm say that Psalm 71 and 8 tells us, let my mouth be filled with praise and with thy honor all the day. It is hard to be disgruntled and hard to talk negative when you are nothing but praising God. It's hard. And that's a hard one to swallow. I, my nature, I tend to have a lot of negativity about me. Don't look at my wife. Don't even ask her nothing about that. But I, I have a real negative side to me. And it's hard for me to be negative, Brother Maurice, when I'm praising God. It, it, praising God just lifts you up. It just does something great for us. It, it does. But Hebrews 13 and 15 says, By Him, therefore, let us offer up a sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is, the fruit of our lips giving thanks to His name. I'm telling you, praise can change everything. Praise can do it. I'm speaking from experience. Praise can take, can take something that is wrong and it can make it right. God can, God can do it. I'm totally convinced that God will take something and, and make great things out of it when you start to praise Him. And I'm coming to a close. If you, if the musicians want to come back and, and if you want to stand, I'm going to bring this to an end. I've got a whole lot more to talk about, but it'll never get there. Think of, Read the book of Habakkuk. Habakkuk 3, 17 through 19. If you, if you think you gotta have your mind made up, Habakkuk says, although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines, the labor of the olives shall, fa- shall fail, and the fields shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no herd in the stalls. It doesn't get much worse than that. Verse 18, he says, Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. Yet, while all of that's going on, while I'm losing it all, it doesn't matter if I'm losing it all, yet will I rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord is my strength, and He will make my feet like hind's feet. And he will make me to walk upon the high places. Praise and worship will get you through it. Let me leave you with this thought here. We're a tight-knit family. A lot of us know when people are going wrong, when people are having bad problems. I have a terrible, terrible problem. It's a good thing I'm not a poker player. Because my face will give it away. I, I'm like Brother Dustin Spence said here a while, a while back. I, my face just lets, lets you know. I, and I don't do it intentionally. I don't even know I'm doing it. My wife, she'll catch me up here. She'll look at me like, what are you doing? And, and I'm just zoned in. I'm listening. I'm clicking. I'm, you know, but I'm like, you know, giving this look. And she's like, what is wrong with you? I don't know. I, I don't know. I just, 
Uh, it's just it's just part of me. So anyway, we're we we know we we know each other. We know when everybody's going through something, it's, it's tough. But you may never know when I know that you're going through something, and it's tough. Me and me and me and Sister Shirley was talking about it this morning. Never know when you're going through something, but I know you're going through something. And I see you come down and give God praise. You would think, everybody else is thinking, boy, they must have just won the lottery. But I'm going, if you knew what they were going through, you would think, how in the world have you survived? Instead of just surviving, you're praising Him through it. You don't ever know what that's going to set off in somebody. But Casey, you don't ever know what your praise does for me. But Brandon, you don't you don't know how it affects to know how things have touched yours and your family's life, and then to to see you still here and doing what you do. You'll never know how that affects people. So don't hoard your praise. Don't don't keep it to yourself. You're doing more. You're doing more than just praising God. You're encouraging me. You're encouraging my brother and you're encouraging my sister. Praise is contagious. When one person praises, especially when we know you're going through it, it makes somebody else think, well, hey, if they can praise with what they're going through, I'm doing pretty good this week. I I got a little money in the bank and we've been doing good. I I can praise him if they can praise him. It's contagious. And it'll do this. Revival, hope, growth, and victory follow that same path. What are you saying? I'm saying that it can make that kind of a difference. It'll grow you. It'll grow me. It can grow all of us. Praise is contagious, and once it's unleashed, it can flame into a revolution in your life and in the life of others. So strike the flint of praise. Strike it again, strike it again, and strike it again. Keep striking that flint of praise and let it stoke that flame until it becomes a roaring fire of praise touching everything and everybody around. You don't ever know what just might explode around you that your praise touched. They're going to sing. We got about 10 minutes before we transition. Why don't we take this time, lift our hands, clap, do whatever you feel like doing. One on one with you and God.